There's been a staggering increase in the instances of Kentucky adults and children on disability in the last three decades. A recent report from the Cabinet for Health and Family Services broke apart those numbers. Today I was joined by Commissioner Brian Hubbard with the Division of Income Support to talk about the numbers and why they're increasing. Not go into this project with any predetermined conclusions. The objective was to determine what the impact of the Social Security Disability Program had been on the state, going back as far as we could find statistical information, not just for Kentucky, but for all of the 120 counties. And so we began by measuring enrollment numbers. That came to be paired with certain economic statistics that uh, pertain to our state's poverty rate, uh, workforce participation rate, those not working nor looking for work. And then finally we added uh, a track that kindly paired enrollment growth with what we knew to be the increased opioid usage within the state. And that also was paired with all controlled substances that fell with either uh, the opioids or psychotropic medications. And so we covered a 35-year period, and what we found was that enrollment in the Social Security Disability Program uh, far outstripped our organic rate of population growth uh, to a shocking degree. And probably the other thing that's important to note is that the research team which helped compile this report was comprised of veterans within what's called the Disability Determination Services Office. And this is the state agency which receives and processes all Social Security disability claims. When the final product was done, a team that probably has a combined uh, century plus worth of experience in Social Security disability uh, to the last person, they were shocked by the degree to which the enrollment had grown over that time frame. The numbers are shocking. I mean, talking over 35 years, a 250% increase in, in the disability rate that we saw in our roles. Why? I guess would be the easy question that, to ask here. Do, do we have, or is there no easy answer to the, to the question? It's a combination of factors, and they probably began with the best of intentions in 1984. At that time, the Social Security Act was revised to allow for entry into the system of individuals who uh, had functional limitations associated with pain that they would voice, but perhaps were not fully able of being uh, objectively identified. At, so the 84 revisions essentially relaxed standards so that you didn't necessarily have to meet a rigorous set of diagnostic criteria to qualify for a condition. And greater emphasis was put on an individual's self-reported limitations of function, whether that was associated with pain or whether that was associated with some sort of psychological issue. The second factor we identified pertained to our childhood enrollment, and you are correct. Uh, Kentucky's population has grown 21%. Our overall enrollment in the Social Security Dis Disability Program has grown 250%. Our childhood enrollment has grown 450%. Over 35 years. And that can be attributed to a Supreme Court case decided in 1990 called Sullivan versus Zebley. And essentially, what the Supreme Court did was say that uh, the Social Security Administration's criteria for the award of checks to childhood beneficiaries were too rigorous, that they needed to be removed from any specific set of diagnostic criteria and instead be based upon functional limitations reported about the child by either parents 
educators or other clinicians who may come into contact with them. And that touched off an explosion of childhood enrollment. Two additional factors are the relaxation of standards for those who are age 50 plus. This was something that was done uh, through regulation in the late 70s. And essentially what it did was say that if you're age 50 or older, you don't have to meet specific medical diagnostic criteria. The SSA can look at your age, education, and overall vocational experience. And uh, even without a diagnosis, you can receive a disability award if, you, if those standards are applied in a certain way. Finally, we would have to attribute a good bit of growth to our Social Security Administration administrative law judges, and they grant rates of award that are far higher mm -hmm. than your state-level DDS offices uh, within which two levels of review occur. Mm -hmm. So those four circumstances have worked together to produce what we've seen as just a tremendous boom in enrollment figures. So, so a handful of, of changes, uh, both from the courts and from the people that are now eligible for these types of programs. Did you find in, in doing the research here that they're also identifying instances of, of fraud and abuse within the system? There are folks who seek to game the system. And there are folks who seek to game any sort of benefit payment system, whether it's federal or private. They're not responsible for the problem that we have. Uh, policymakers on high who decided to uh, revise and utilize Social Security Administration protocols to purposefully expand the entry portals are responsible for this issue. Uh, and when it comes to our childhood population, that has to be laid squarely at the feet of the Social Security Administration. The Social Security Disability Program has been misused and abused to address issues that are not necessarily related mm -hmm. to medical disability that would preclude somebody from holding a productive job. And that, at least from our perspective, has been a purposeful decision. If there's one thing that everyone has to take from this conversation, if we have it, it's this. Kentuckians have not preyed upon this system. The system has preyed upon them and the circumstances that they've coped with over 35 years, and in particular, the last 16. And we'll have more from Commissioner Hubbard on the solutions both online and in a future show.